0: Welcome back to the Notre Dame Hounds podcast. I'm your host, as always, Jamie Neugebauer, as we're uh, just about on the dawn of the uh, Mandy Schwartz tournament, and I'm very happy to be joined on the line by the Notre Dame Hounds Midget AAA head coach Craig Parrott. Uh, Craig, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Uh, First question for you, Craig. Kind of handicapped the tournament for me, obviously. Regina is absolutely on fire. They bring back so many of those weapons from... uh, uh, last year's uh, team that didn't wasn't too far off either. Uh, you know, obviously Swift uh, up there right now, PA, and you guys, uh, you know, round of the top four in Saskatchewan. Um, but I, I guess talk about the the tournament itself on the ice uh, to start with.
1: Well, we a pretty competitive tournament this year. Um, you know, we're looking at the teams coming from across Western Canada, coming out of BC. Uh, you know, the Fraser Valley Rush and the Prince George, I guess the, the Northern Cougars are two of the top teams out of that league, two of the top three. Uh, the Edge School is top two in the CSSHL this year. They've got a pretty strong team as well. Uh, and coming out of uh, Alberta, we've got four teams coming out of there. I think the biggest one in terms of the ranking right now is the Edmonton Pandas. But um, both the Calgary Fire and the Lloyd-Minister Steelers are very formidable teams. Their records may not be as, as good as the team could be at this point of the season. but it Again, we're still kind of early, not even halfway through the season yet. And then coming out of Manitoba, we have the Westman Wildcats and a new team out of Rink Academy this year. It's their first year as a team, so it'll be interesting to see what they look like when they come to the event because uh, I haven't seen them play yet myself this year.
0: Yeah, for sure. And on the, on the boys' side, Rink is always producing uh, players and talent, so uh, you know they, they should be able to definitely – I compete should be interesting. You mentioned that, uh, you know, just, talk, I, I guess, you know, you've been asked many times, I watched on your CTV little clip there uh, about, uh, you know, what, what this tournament is calling kind of all about the Mandy Schwartz uh, event. But, uh, you know, as a coach, how valuable is it uh, that you kind of have playoffs right now, you get to kind of have a sense of, of what your what kind of steel your, your players have right now? How, how, how good is that for you in terms of information gathering?
1: Oh, it's, it's, it's invaluable. I mean, this will be our third tournament. So we play one in September. It's always the start of the year, trying to bring the teams together. We went to Detroit again this year in October. Uh, Again, it's still pretty early on the season. This was this point here. We're almost halfway through our season. We played 13 regular season games. Um, You know, now we get to see how's our team grown. We get to see with a little bit of pressure on. I and mean, the whole school will be here Thursday. The rink will be packed. We'll have some red and white games. We get to see how kids react to some pressure before we actually get into the pressure-filled situations, of playoffs, or even just coming down the stretch. So from my standpoint, as an evaluation tool, uh, these types of events are valuable. They, they allow us to try some different things, see some people in different positions, and uh, take a good you know, stock of where your team is halfway through the season.
0: Yeah, no doubt. And uh, obviously, one person that's going to get a lot of attention Attention at this event, uh, you know, I'm sure it's from the other team. It's going to be from you know people like me who are who are always bugging people for interviews and whatnot. Is uh, is Annie King, who recently has been named to Team Canada under-18 uh, program, and she'll depart not too long after the end of the um, of the event, but she will be there if you want to come down and watch the 90 short. She'll be playing. Uh, you know, what what has she meant to your team, both uh, on and off the ice? Uh, you know, since she's been here, which has been a while now.
1: Yeah, Lanny's a fourth-year hound, so she's been through this process three times before. Uh, you know, in terms of what she brings to our team, she's, she's a um, a leader on our team, both on and off the ice. She kind of sets the pace for us in practice. You always see her first in the drill. She's always one of the first ones up. She's at the board first, listening, asking the right questions. You know, when the drill starts, you can always see Annie going 100%, flying all over the ice, which forces everybody else to see her do it. They have to match it well, off the ice, the way she prepares for hockey, the way she gets herself ready to play games. It's really good for are young little who are coming into school for the first time to see how she manages game prep, uh, how she works in the gym. Again, Annie's always a tireless worker and puts in the extra time that's needed. Uh, and then the piece that not only people do talk about is her schoolwork. So as a student athlete, you have to be able to manage school and the hockey aspect of it. That's another thing Annie's always in the books. You see her studying, you see her going to the extra time that she needs because she knows that hockey's just not the only thing she needs to have good grades too.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and she's got some, uh, you know, help for sure on this team in terms of the veterans. Um, you know, especially on that back end. I think about you think about a top three D of her and Kendra zakotsky and Jada Livingston. What a valuable situation for you to be able to put uh, those those three out in big minutes situations. I think every coach just dreams of of that type of a situation to have that type of reliability. Um, you know, on the ice. So I guess I'll, I'll ask you what. To, what does the team kind of look like this year? I know you guys are just a game under 500 in their schedule right now, but as we saw last year in the uh, in the in the event, anything can happen. Once the Mandy Schwartz happens, so what uh, what, what 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 can we expect when we watch uh, the Notre Dame Triple A?
1: Oh, we try to play a pace-style game, so we'll start with our back end. I mean, you have Madison Rutz back there who played two years in Red Deer Midget AAA, so she's another third-year Midget AAA player in our back end. Uh, you know, and Cass Kingston, who's their second year with us, that gives us 5D that are very experienced at the Midget AAA level. So we look to move pucks north as quick as we can. We like to get the pucks in our forwards hand, play with speed to the neutral zone, try and get pucks deep, and, and use our forecheck to create turnovers. You'll notice we're more of a five-man unit. We don't have any superstars on our team that you know go end-to-end we Like to play together, uh, be a little bit linked between our forwards and our D. And we get scoring from three of pretty much all our lines. If we look, you know, we get three lines deep in the scoring and some scoring off the back end as we're starting to get some points from our defensemen now that they're getting comfortable in a bit more of an offensive role than we had them in last year. So I think we scale a little bit better this year. We're definitely in better shape coming in for the first half of the season, which bodes well for the back half. And as the confidence is growing with that back end, as you mentioned, you know, there are leaders back there, they can get their game changer for us. So once they get themselves going, uh, you know that's where we start our speed building from our, our goalie out. There's
0: there's a there's a rookie on this team who has a, a last name that might sound uh, familiar. Is is Ryan uh, related to you?
1: Yeah, Ryan's my daughter. Um, okay. So she's it's been an interesting dynamic coaching your daughter. I, I have done it before, but not at this level. Uh, coached her in Pee Wee, coached her through some spring seasons, but now uh, we're at the midget AAA level. It's it's a little different because uh, you know, she's learning ropes too, being a great Ted kid.
0: There you go, and putting up uh, putting up numbers too. It doesn't uh, that never hurts uh, for a young player come in right away and, and put up some numbers. And that's pretty, um, you know, pretty cool. Uh, you know, I guess one of the things that coaches uh, often do is um. I guess kind of, especially at the well. I guess everybody in the anybody, but uh, you know, national team coaches and pro coaches are development coaches. And even then, there's an argument to be, argument to be made. But um, you know, in terms of uh, moving players on, how much do you have conversation with uh, you know college, university scouts and and uh, coaches about your players? Because that's got to be a big part of this tournament too. Is how many uh, you know eyeballs are on them uh, from that standpoint.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a big deal as well. We're, we're looking to have probably 35-plus universities between the NCAA, U Sport, and the ACAC coming to watch our kids here this weekend. Um, I have conversations on a regular basis, not only with the College Scouts, but also talking to my own players. Uh, you know, They've all got their own personal goals of where they want to go to school and university, and part of my job is to help promote them to get them there. So I'm in regular contact, whether it's a school out of the NCAA, whether it's a school out of Atlantic Canada, or even any of the Western-based schools. Uh, you know, I've been pretty ready to contact. Another good thing with this year in the Can West division is that they've added two new teams, so McEwen University and uh, uh, Trinity Western at and BC are now going to get U-Sport teams in the league next year, so that's two more teams at the U-Sport level looking to fill to start their progression into the U-Sport next year, so that's more opportunities for the female athletes.
0: Yeah, no, that's tremendous, and, and it's tremendous for the level up there, too, to have to have 10, 10, 10 teams in the league instead of eight is is great, too, and, um, you know, more games for someone you, you may or may not know to broadcast, too, which is good. Hopefully that works out. But anyways, that's that's another uh, another topic of conversation. Um, you know, two, two more questions. Uh, you know, I know um, it's kind of, I'm sure you've been asked so many times. Um, but, uh, you know, what is what does this event you know, mean to the campus? Obviously, the, the Schwartz family are still around uh, and a big part of the Wilcox community and the Notre Dame community. Um, yeah, just I'll let you. I'll let you. Let you talk. What does it? Uh, what does it mean to you personally? What does it mean to the to the school?
1: Well, for me personally, it's, it's an honor to be part of it. Um, you know, I I didn't know Mandy personally, but I knew the legacy. Uh, part of taking the job here, you you got to read up exactly who Mandy was as a person. We try to bring a lot of those characteristics that she brought to the campus, and you know, just the honesty and the integrity, and, and just being a good character person, good quality person. You know, those are some of the traits that we try to live by as well. Uh, once getting here and getting to know the family, Rick and Carol are just awesome people. They're still heavily involved. I mean we still have some you know, the Mandy bursary and, and the Mandy scholarship fund and things like that, that we do, uh, they still stay in touch with all of our players that go through that event. We just had coffee with the family last week. Uh, all the girls are part of that. So it's, it's quite an honor to have, you know, someone like that, like her, that we can look up to. And, and from the girl's perspective, someone who was a student athlete and got the opportunity to go off to Gale and, and fulfill some of her dreams. because as many of our kids, you know, kind of want that next opportunity too.
0: Yeah. Very cool. And, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's a, it's an event that if you're listening to this and it hasn't happened yet, you should uh, check out. It's a really fun uh, fun event. Last question for you, uh, Craig. Um, you know, last year was was epic. Uh, Caitlin Ross in that was sensational, and she's having a sensational start to her university career too in Mount Royal. What a turnaround for men's and women's hockey in Mount Royal too uh, overall, and she's definitely. Uh, a part of that uh, uh how much do you use or what do you what parts of last year can you use to kind of motivate this team because i guess there's two ways to look at it you could say you know that was last year let's write our own story you could say you know let's rally behind that memory and go forward how, what, what's kind of your, your message with regards to last year's epic run
1: well we use a measuring sticks throughout the year since so it's my second season here um, you know, coming into the program I brought a different philosophy, so it took a little while to change it around a little bit. Um, but for us even, you know, we used last year as an experience factor. So you know, once you go through something once, you know have experience in it. You've been through it. We've played in a final. We've used the Mandy as a springboard to help us you know, complete the, a strong back half of the season. All the girls are excited to do that, have that opportunity again. But we have to be cautious that you know it's just not going to happen for us. We're a different group of kids. We've got 10 new people in our program. This will be their first time going through Mandy at this level. So again, they're, they're going to get some experience in it. They have to learn from it as well. But definitely from news last year and the experience that we have from last year, now to help us, you know, perform better this year as well.
0: December 5th to 8th, and uh, you can catch it all on uh, from Wilcox. It's free. Um, you can watch it on the live stream. And uh, the third place, or the, the, I guess the second last games of the tournament, we'll call them, uh, will be broadcast by yours. Truly, Craig, I really appreciate your time and uh, and best wishes and all the best uh, going into the Mandy and beyond. Well,
1: thank you very much and appreciate having me on.